Welcome to Alabama Short Stories, when you're a little behind on your Alabama history. I'm your host, Sean Wright. When I was researching my book on Shades Cahaba High School, I learned about areas right around me in Jefferson County that had different names a century ago. Hedona was named after the Hedona Mine on Red Mountain, and after the mine shut down, the city of Mount Brook rebranded the area as English Village. The town of Waddle became Mountain Brook Village. A little farther south was the town of Merkel. The flooding was so bad that they packed up and moved half a mile and became New Merkel. It is now called Cahaba Heights. Even farther south by the Cahaba River was Mudtown, an old Indian trading post. If I'm honest, I'm probably more than a little jealous of these names. You see, my hometown, Homewood, has a boring name. It just doesn't have the same panache as Scratch Ankle or Majestic. Alabama has its fair share of interesting town names. Of course we would. A lot of cultures have passed through our state. The French, Spanish, and English have all left their mark. So did the different Indian nations. They left names we use today, some with our own Alabama pronunciations. There are other names chosen due to laziness or maybe due to being under the influence of local mash. Well, not really. They just seem that way. Now, some of the towns I will introduce you to may no longer be around. But I wanted to start it off with one of my favorite town names, Arab, and it reminds me of a joke. A Southerner and a Yankee were in a car driving, and the Yankee said, Where are we going? Arab, said the Southerner. Well, how do you spell that? said the Yankee. A-R-A-B, replied the Southerner. You idiot, laughed the Yankee. That spells Arab as in someone from the Middle East. The two friends argued back and forth all the way there. The Southerner finally said, I'll show you. And he pulled into a parking lot. A lanky man came around to the driver's window. And the Southerner said, Would you tell my friend here where we are? The lanky man slowly walked around the front of the car to the passenger's window. He leaned down stuck his head in the window and said, You are at the Dairy Queen. That kills with my friends from Arab. The name was supposed to be Arid with a D, named after the postmaster's son. The federal officials misspelled what was on the application. Dairy Queen would be an excellent name for a town, though. Now, speaking of the government, one postmaster kept sending in names for a new town only to get rejected repeatedly. He decided to give it one more chance and Chance, Alabama was born. There are way more towns in Alabama with Indian names or anglicized versions of an Indian name than I can possibly talk about in a short story. Here's a greatest hits list, and let's start with our state name, Alabama. It came from a Choctaw phrase that means either thicket clears or plant cutters. Now, you may know Silicaga as Marble City, famous for its white marble, but the name is a derivative of the Indian word Chalakage, which means the place of the Chalaka tribe. The following words are from the Muscogee or Creek language. Lochapoca comes from Lokopoga, or where the turtles live or sit. Nodisulga is from Nodisulgi, or many teeth. Opalika is from Opilwa, Lako, or big swamp. Watumpka is from Wiwa Tumka, or rumbling water. Wadawi comes from a Creek Indian chief whose town was close to a stream by the same name. It means old water. And my favorite is Istaboga. It is named for an upper Creek village, Istpoka, which means where the people reside. 
It's my favorite place because when I was younger, I would use the phrase, from here to East Aboga, which meant a long way, as in, we can't go there, it's all the way to East Aboga. I thought it was a made-up name until we were driving east on I-20, and I saw the East Aboga exit. Apologies to the fine people of East Aboga for not believing in them. Also, apologies to those who know the correct pronunciation of the creek words I just mangled. When deciding on a name for your new town, you can use one of the millions of names available to you worldwide, or you can make up a new name. These three Alabama towns decided to create their own. Flomaton in Escambia County and right on the Florida state line took the flow from Florida, the ma from Alabama, ton for town, and create a name that flows off the tongue. In Covington County and directly east of Flomaton, Florala took the floor from Florida, Alla from Alabama to come up with their unique town name. In Marion County, there's Guin, and a mere six miles away is Winfield. When coming up with a name for a new town between these two towns, they took the first syllable of the town's name they are located between and created Guin, spelled G-U-W-I-N. It's not confusing at all. Some towns would not exist if not for the company located there bringing work to the area. Some towns popped up around an existing general store. Here are a few. Blue's Old Stand in Bullock County is named for Mr. Blue's 19th century general store, or stand, as he called it. Brilliant in Marion County is not named for the intelligence of its people or because it was an excellent place for a town. It was named for the brilliant coal mine. The Alabama Fruit Growers and Winery Association wanted to create a center for grape growing and winemaking in Claiborne County. They chose an area around a town called Zidonia. The company recruited mainly Northern Europeans, Swedes, Danes, and Norwegians, and the town grew rapidly. The citizens held a contest to rename the town, and they chose Fruithurst, with Hurst meaning grove in German. Phoenix City in Russell County is located on the west side of the Chattahoochee River. The original name was Lively, and it was changed in 1897. The change was probably for Phoenix Mills, the major employer across the river in Columbus, Georgia. Moonshine has been big business in Alabama because of prohibition in the 1920s and early 30s, and for Alabama's insistence on dry counties after the ban was lifted. So, of course, Moonshine would make an appearance in town names. Take, for instance, Scant City. This town in Marshall County was called that because the moonshiners sold their product in 12-ounce bottles known as Scant Pints. The town of Frog Eye in Tallapoosa County got its name back during Prohibition. There was a saloon in the community that sold illegal liquor. There was a frog in the window, and if one eye was closed, they could not safely sell the liquor. A lawman might have been inside at the time. Both eyes open meant it was safe to buy. If you lived in the notoriously dry North Alabama and didn't want to visit the moonshiners, you would need to take a quick trip to Tennessee for your liquor. Zip City in Lauderdale County got its name because of all the cars zipping through the town to buy in Tennessee. The town was immortalized by the band Drive-By Truckers, who featured a song called Zip City on their 2001 album Southern Rock Opera. Now there are town names that are innocent at first glance, but 13-year-old Sean cannot see them as anything but naughty. Now I want to keep this podcast accessible to everyone, so I'll keep those to myself. But I will tell you about Bortush in Winston County, established in 1885. It is also known as Bortusk. 
I guess the postmaster wanted to make sure he covered both ends of the pig. Keeping with our animal theme, Scratch Ankle was named because of the abundance of cows in the area. I believe the cows roamed freely and the cows brought fleas to the people, and the fleas made everyone scratch their ankles. Chigger Hill was named when the original settlers had to fight off a mite infestation. Now why would you stay there if there was a mite infestation? Many towns moved to get out of the floods or to be closer to new rail lines. I think a mite infestation is a great reason to move. Flea Hop got its names from fleas that would jump on people from local goats. They changed their name to Santuck, which incidentally has a flea market. And Bug Tussle has two origination stories. The first is that someone climbed a mountain and said all the tiny people below looked like bugs tussling. Or those people doing to make him think that. The second, and more believable to me, was a man named Charlie Campbell who loved to drink the local mash. One day he was deep into a bottle when he noticed two bugs rolling a ball of dirt across the road. He said the bugs appeared to be tussling. Now some towns couldn't be bothered with the name and they just wanted you to know how far they were from somewhere else. Four Mile is located four miles from Columbiana. There's a six mile in Morgan County and one in Bibb County. I can't figure out what would be six miles to either of those locations. They are possibly named after a six-mile-long creek, and Eight Mile is located eight miles from Mobile. Center Point in Jefferson County is named because it is the halfway point between the road to Chalkville and the one to Pinson. At least that's what I've been told. It seems a little out of the way. Center is in the middle of Cherokee County, and Midway in Bullock County is located between two towns. Some towns are named after a phrase that someone said, and these are some of my favorite, and they show a sense of humor in the people in these towns. Needmore in Pike County came from a resident who thought the community needed more of everything. It was a name upgrade from Rough Log. When an unavailable item was asked for at a general store in Elmore County in the 1920s, the owner would say, I'm Slap Out. The town of Slap Out found its name. When the law raided a cockfight in Henry County, someone yelled, Grab all the money and run! They decided Grab All would be an excellent name for a town. I know in Coffee County was chosen from suggestions. When the postmaster asked for a name, everybody spoke at once. One person kept saying, I know, I know, I know. With a little time on their hands, farmers at a Covington County store would load and go. Low and go was an appropriate name for this town. Now you can't take a walk in Alabama without running into a pine tree. In fact, the timber industry has been a vital part of our state's economy for a long time. Of course, with all these trees in industry, we would have the word pine in a few town names. I've counted at least 19 of them. They include Pine Branch, Pinedale, Pine Grove, Pine Hill, Pine Level, Pine Tucky, and the list goes on. Now my favorite would be Pine Apple, where my grandmother grew up. It's not pineapple like the tropical fruit, but pine and apple. I guess two trees are better than one. Not every town starts with a great name or even a funny name. These towns had questionable names but made the switch. The town of Oxford in Calhoun County had the good sense to change its name from Lick Skillet. Supposedly it was named because the townspeople were so poor that they had to lick their skillets to obtain enough food to survive. Greenville in Butler County also made the smart choice of naming their town after Greenville, South Carolina, where many of the early residents had moved from. The original name was Buttsville, 
named after Samuel Butts, who died fighting Creek Indians. The name change saved townspeople the indignity of becoming the butt of the joke. Jugtown is just north of Birmingham, named after a local jug factory. Someone called the area the garden spot of the state, and wiser heads prevailed, renaming the town Gardendale, much to the delight of my wife and her family. Gardendale, the garden spot of the state, should not be confused with Garden City, just up the road in Coleman County, which proclaims to be the garden center of the world. Dauphin Island was called Massacre Island by the French when Iberville found 60 headless skeletons there. Good thing they renamed it Dauphin, which is a French prince, the heir to the throne. Can you imagine selling your family on going to Massacre Island for spring break? Here are some additional towns worthy of pointing out. I always thought Eclectic was an interesting name for a town. Eclectic is defined as having a broad and diverse range. An example would be, he has an eclectic taste in music. The town was founded by Dr. M. L. Fielder, a practitioner of eclectic medicine. He thought that the word meant best. The mining industry in Alabama created towns and certainly influenced town names. The town of Slick Lizard got its name from local miners who had to crawl on their bellies through clay portals about two feet high and would come out slick as a lizard. And we can't do a story about Alabama towns without mentioning Smut Eye. In fact, there have been two Smut Eyes in Alabama. A certain blacksmith's shop in Bullock County served to drink the local women called the Devil's Brew. As the men stood around the fire drinking and talking, their faces would get smudged except for their eyes. It was a dead giveaway, and the women started calling the shop and then the community Smut Eye. In Coffee County, there was a Smut Eye that has been renamed Victoria. It has a similar story where local men would stand around a fire outside of the general store and become covered in soot. I could go on and on, but we have to wind this story down somewhere. There are great names and interesting origination stories for towns across the state, and I could talk for hours about them. As we end this episode, let me leave you with some final town names. 19 towns start with the name Fort, and there are three frog levels. There is Tallassee, Froggy Bottom, Possum Trot, Possum Bend, Caesarville, Suspension, Post Oak, Ox Level, Excel, Fizenor, Lister Hill, Duck Springs, Echo, Dogtown, Gobbler's Crossing, Dismal, Carbon Hill, Burnt Corn, Axis, All Good, Needmore, Old Texas, Phil Campbell, Rash, Rob John. I am proud to announce that the book Alabama Short Stories Volume 1 is now available at Amazon.com. It features the first three season stories of the podcast in book form. It's a perfect gift for that friend or family member who just doesn't want to listen to a podcast. It's also great for podcast fans who want pictures with their stories. And it's a perfect gift for that hard-to-buy person in your life. You know who they are. Now get them the book. It's available as paperback, hardback, or Kindle version. Not only will it make your life better, but it will help us to continue to produce this podcast. It's a win-win. You can find a link at alabamashortstories.com or search Alabama Short Stories on Amazon.com. Order yours today. Shinbone Valley, Screamer, Toadvine, 
Vinegar Bend, Trickham, Sunny South, Dolomite.